Calling all benders and non-benders alike. Jump into the epic world of Avatar with your favorite podcast, Avatar, Braving the Elements. Hosted by me, Janet Varney. And me, Dante Bosco. Each week we'll recap and discuss a new episode. So come join us and our amazing guests from creators to cast to superfans to chat about all things Avatarverse. It's Fire Nation time. Book of Fire. Let's go. Listen to Avatar Braving the Elements wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Star Guys, a podcast about Stargirl on DC Universe and the CW. I'm Alex. I'm Justin. I'm Pete. <laughs> and this is the bonus episode for bonus. Shiv Part 2. Now, normally, or at least at the beginning of the show, we were giving you back a little bit of extra time that you missed from the DC Universe airing to the CW airing. As it is now, uh, they've pretty much even up. This episode was about 40 minutes long, so it's all good. It all fits in the time, whether it's commercials Woo-hoo. or not. You know what I'm talking about, buddy? Yes. Yeah, I love but, some commercials. I'm glad. I don't like it when they cut things, you know? Yeah, well, they're not cutting anything. That's the good thing. But we're still giving you a bunch of time back. We're still going to talk about some stuff around the episode, things happening in the hey, world of Stargirl. Yeah, what's up, Pete? One thing I would like to know, is there uh-huh. any uh, information that you do during your uh, day job that you would like to brag about that is related I'm to Stargirl? I'm not bragging about it, I'm Pete. so I'm glad you asked that, Pete. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think the real thing we uh, we talked about doing for this bonus episode is a deep dive into what we think pizza palooza bites uh, taste like, and what the calorie <laughs> yeah. caloric content is. Of oh each man, little. the calorie now, are they, is This high. is I, I'm going to go to our expert on this. Are they pizza palooza bites or are they pizza palooza bites? Pizza palooza bites. So we got to think about it. All right. So if a pop tart has 410 calories, right? Pizza bite. I mean, what are we thinking? You know, like 370 Pop-tarts in that? Pop-Tarts have 410 calories? It's crazy oh, you just yeah. dropped that. Talk about a flex. Pete, you're flexing your Pop-Tart knowledge right now who, from your who day job. Know, who your, doesn't know about Pop-Tarts? Pete flexing his day job, knowing about Pop-Tarts, really, <laughs> in our faces. Pete, is it true you're not allowed to go into the Pop-Tart factory anymore because you caused that mix-up that one time? Uh, yeah, mix up is a good word for it. I tried stealing a lot of pop tarts. Oh, okay. Uh, Maybe I'm thinking the fruit roll up factory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Or they like put the frosting on the inside or something, right? Yeah, I don't know. It's it like a hilarious thing. mix up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sure. There were a couple of people I talked about, uh, talked to at uh, my day job having to do with Stargirl over the past week. This is mostly for Shiv Part One, um, but I ended up talking to Yvette uh, Monreal, uh, who. It plays Yolanda Montez on the show. Uh, she oh, was man. great. Uh, one of the things that uh, I talked to her about that has been clear with every single cast member on the show, which I think is a so nice and B everybody says all the time, but you could tell when they're faking and I don't think they're faking here. The entire young cast at least hangs out all the time. Yeah. I love so that. I, th- I think you said that maybe in our last bonus that they all lived to, or when we were talking to um, dragon King, um, yeah. that they all lived together and like were hyper bonded during the production of this. Like that's so fun and cute for this show. Did yeah. you, 
uh, talk to her about like boxing and stuff and like is she into it like well here's is- something that you'll like in particular at the end uh, I don't know if you know this but she was one of the female leads in Rambo Last Blood oh yeah and uh, so I asked her is she going to get Sylvester Stallone on the show and she's we joked about it a little bit but she was like, yeah, he did This Is Us. He was on Milo Ventimiglia's show. And, of course, he right. did one of the Rocky movies, Milo Ventimiglia. So he's yeah. like, yeah, we've got to get him to Creed. come on the show. It's not one of the Rocky movies. It's fucking Creed, man. Milo Ventimiglia was in Creed? Yeah. Oh, I guess I don't remember that. Oh, my God. Uh, anyway. I uh, think we remember him from Heroes, obviously. Yes. Milo. Uh, yes. Milo. Good old Milo. That's what I named my son after is Milo Ventimiglia. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, the thing that I think you're particularly Smart, like, by the way. Uh, Pete, is she was like, we got to get him to be Ted Grant because Ted Grant oh is a boxer. Oh, my That's amazing. And then she brought up, and I looked this up, and you guys who are listening, you can look this up online. There is a picture from 1985 with a young Sylvester Stallone wearing a shirt that says Wildcat on it. <gasps> Whoa. Yeah. That's uh, very cool. Is, Awesome. So it kind of feels like they could like just it, use man. that in the show. Yeah, there you go. Just put up the picture. That's fine. Yeah. It's all uh, good. But did you talk to her about like is she boxing training? Is she like getting into it? You know, like has like where, where's she at with her boxing skills? Uh, Pete, you and I have different interview priorities. <laughs> and as science, did you ask her at all about her boxing? No, we mostly talked about the last episode, and we talked a little bit about uh, the family stuff. She feels like uh, they're not going to go back to that this season. You know, the her family shutting her down. Yes. That's not something they're going to revisit. She's moved on with her JSA family. Uh, also, obviously, there's some unresolved stuff with Henry, but that's something that she's also moved past and moved beyond. Um, so uh, that that's what I was interested in. Not oh the boxing my. training. I would God. love a head-to-head interview sesh, Alex versus Pete, with some some sucker who you guys both <laughs> interview, and we see, we run the tape back. I'll do the breakdown. But I'll go point for point between each question. Oh, my God. Uh, the other one that I talked to, I talked to Leah Thompson, who directed last oh, week's so episode. Cool. Were you intimidated? Well. Uh I I wasn't intimidated. It was definitely one from a nostalgic perspective that I was excited to talk to her, and I did open right? up with a couple of Back to the Future questions. Come you on. You gotta. You gotta. If I you mean, didn't do that, I would have fucking quit the show. I mean, Here's the Christ. thing. Like, I normally, I struggle with that sort of thing, because I don't want to, you know, dwell on that. I want to concentrate on the constant project. But, like, we're taping this... Uh, July 3rd is the 35th anniversary of Back to the Future. So I felt like I would be negligent in my duties as an interviewer if I didn't ask her something about it. Um, And in fact, Jeff Johns, the showrunner of Stargirl, very specifically screened Back to the Future for the entire cast before they started filming Stargirl so that they could get the tone he was going for for the show. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah, so I asked her about that. I was like, did they nail the tone? And she said, well, they're very different shows, but you got the sci-fi element, you got the family aspects, right. you got the big action, you mix all that stuff together. So in terms of that, they brought it together. And she also mentioned that in the writing offices, there is a picture, there's a fake Back to the Future poster with Jeff Johns doing the watch thing on the poster instead of Michael J. Fox. 
So there oh, you go. Oh, interesting. Wow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was very cool talking to her. She, we talked a little bit about the action sequence that was uh, towards the end, the big fight between Shiv and Stargirl. Right. right. Uh, and it was interesting to for hear her mention that initially it was like, just uh, bland is probably the wrong word, but they hadn't necessarily scripted like that, but she felt like she hadn't directed a superhero show before. She hadn't directed a big action sequence like that. They had that record in the middle of the room. So Mm -hmm. why not do a shot that's just spitting around the record like that where they're Mm. fighting. Um, And they had to do that part first because there was so much wire work involved and it was so hard on the stunt woman that the stunt coordinator was basically like, get that out of the way, have the, you know, have their muscles get word out and then we'll do the simpler stuff after that. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of a neat detail. That's cool. cool. So there you go. That's, that's my celebrity interviews for the week, Pete. Did you, did you talk to her about like her fucking boxing training or what? What do you want to (laughs) know? I just was wondering about like her favorite part about like directing, like what she really like tries to do when she's behind the, you know, she said comedy, actually, which I thought was interesting nice. uh, because she I, I don't I don't think it was Secret Life of an American Teenager uh, switched to birth. She was on this ABC family show called Switched to Birth, directed a couple of episodes of that, went, directed a bunch of episodes of the Goldbergs. Uh, and oh, then yeah. she directed an episode of Katie Keene before she directed Stargirl. Yeah. Uh, and she she was very clear about like she loves directing all the aspects of it. She loves doing all the stuff. But if she can meet a cast that could sell a joke, that to her she feels like is the most important um, thing because Mikey that's the hardest comedy skill to do. Gold, so yeah, she didn't say that, which was weird. Weird, but yeah, she said the whole weird. cast. The whole Mikey cast. is the Michael J. Fox of the show. I mean, there's just no question. <laughs> wow, that yeah. is truly. I don't know exactly what you mean by that. Um, are you talking a like a Family Tie situation? Uh, no, I'm just saying that like. You know, the way really, regardless of what's happening, everybody's thinking about, you know, what is Mike doing? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, what is his... I'll tell you what, when it comes to Mikey, Pete, you're living in Spin City. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So there was a couple of other things we wanted to talk about here on the podcast uh, before we start to nope. wrap up with the bonus. Uh, Justin, you wanted to talk about, like, visually, just show how the show is hitting right now. Well, j- jumping off on um, just talking about the directing of the show, I do think... This show does a great job of at least once an episode having a shot or a moment that I think is truly very unique or different from uh, other superhero shows. And there are, like, I'm trying to think of the, some of the my favorites. The shot from a couple episodes back where the gambler flips the coin and we f- see the coin from above and follow it into yeah. the guy's hand. Like, that was very cool. Um, the way that, um, in this episode that we saw Courtney just out of nowhere, just like flash across the shot to, to get Shiv, um, at the, to kick off the fight sequence, like the, I think they're, I don't know if that's a directive, um, coming from, from the show, but like the way they are like, let's dazzle, let's push it at least once, um, in every episode. It's, it's, it really makes a difference. 
I feel like that's something that a lot of the DC shows strive for in their first season in particular. Like, it's something that I really felt from, I remember the first season of The Flash, uh, first season of Supergirl did that. And the trick, I think, is keeping it going. Because I I love The Flash. I'm still a big fan of the show. I thought the last season was great. But they hit this formula where everybody kind of stands around and talks. And then the Flash shoots up. He gets beaten pretty quickly after not really doing anything. And then by the end of the episode, there's another big action sequence where he runs really quickly and then beats the villain. And both of those things usually last two to three minutes over the course of the episode. Um, so in the first season, they were able to dazzle. And then things, uh, at least action-wise, downhill is probably too strong, but certainly weren't quite as strong. Yeah, plateau. Um, it feels, feels like yeah, more of plateau. a melodrama. When, and it, that reminds me of the, uh, the Hourman shot where, uh, the Hourman scene where uh, they're doing the Dr. Midnight glasses project um, the car oh, going yeah. through. Mm-hmm. Like, that was just such a the 80s, visual. Like 3D style. Yeah. Well, I think to your point, that's the thing that's making these episodes work right now is it's not the dazzling visual thing isn't necessarily the action sequences, though they are. There are other shots and other pieces of direction that they're aiming for to try to make it feel more filmic at the same time. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, Pete, there was something you wanted to talk about as well. What was that? I don't remember. (laughs) Oh, Nice. Yeah, how about... Nice. Is there anything you would like to talk about? Well, I just think that, like, I were eight episodes in, and so far, as a show, I've been really impressed with not only the actors, but their kind of the way they're uh, telling a story. And, and it seems like they're really learning from a lot of the shows that came before it. And uh, I, yeah, I'm I'm I've been really impressed with this show. I didn't know how I would do with it, but uh, I've been pretty impressed with it. So you're saying it's just better than yep. Arrow? No. Why would Arrow? The reason there's this show is because of Arrow. All right, Arrow led the way. Arrow can you do, laid groundwork for all the other shows. Can you do a quick ranking between like Arrow, Stargirl, and Pizza Palooza roles? <laughs> That's impossible. I mean, how could you choose between Pizza Palooza rolls and Arrow? Yeah, that is very true. They're very similar because they're like a little too hot inside and burn your mouth, but then they're cold in other places. And you're like, ah, choose a lane, buddy, you know? It's like eating poison. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening to our bonus episode and hearing us rattle on about stuff Uh, next week on bonus. We'll probably do a deep dive into brainwave. I'm guessing and brainwave junior, because that's his big episode as well as of course, having a regular Monday recap podcast or what, or we'll probably just do a deep dive about like what it's like to work at your job and how great it is and how it's just really just so sweet being you. Oh, thanks. I mean, if you want to do that, I'm happy to talk about it forever, Pete. Yes. I want to know more about, like, the office supplies, the paper clips. Well, I'll tell you what. Right now, I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) I bet. If you would like to support our show, patreon.com slash comic book club. Also, we do a live show every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Sure do. uh, 
Crowdcast and YouTube. <laughs> Come talk about Stargirl with us. iTunes, Android, Spotify, Stitcher, or the app of your choice to subscribe and listen to the show. Star Guys Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. ComicBookClubLive.com for this podcast and more. For the Star Guys, see you next time. Thank you.